Hello, Michelle Laurie here. It's no secret that Australia's property market is out of control these days, but I, for one, can't seem to stop following along. I've become a bit obsessed with it, to be honest. What's up, what's down, and who on earth is paying those prices for those houses? So I want to personally recommend a podcast for you. It's called Real Property. It'll keep you across the latest information on the Australian property market in a clear and easy-to-digest way. Real Property, building a community of more informed property buyers. Take a listen wherever you get your podcasts. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. The producers of this podcast recognize the traditional owners of the land on which it's recorded. They pay respect to the Aboriginal elders past, present and those emerging. Okay, I think I'm best known from being off MasterChef. (laughs) Um, But who I am, that's a really big question, actually. Uh, I'm a cook, I'm an author, I'm a lawyer. (laughs) Um, And I just love food and I love people and I love human stories. That's Sarah Tong, who many of us know from MasterChef. Now, as we all know, MasterChef is the beautiful beacon of light in reality television. It shines so brightly in that turgid black sea of corporate branding and self-hatred, we don't even notice that sea's not made of water at all, but of the writhing souls of Instagram addicts climbing and crawling over each other to find a camera with which to share their journey. Anyway, MasterChef is delightful, that's all I'm saying, and it's about delightful people. It's about people whom we as a collective grow to love and believe we know, people we believe we should be able to approach and speak to whenever we see them in public. We should be able to talk to them about their ceviche. I mean, that was part of their food dream, wasn't it? I'm Michelle Laurie and this is Calm Your Farm tips and tricks for taking care of you from the unlikeliest of gurus. Well, it turns out that a prior career as a lawyer doesn't always prepare a person for instant superstardom. And beautiful Sarah from MasterChef has found that sometimes she has stuff going on in her personal life that randoms, like me, who love MasterChef, don't know about. And it means that she doesn't necessarily want to stop and chat with us. And the three judges aren't always around to help her through that. Get a lot of people that um, come up to me and, you know, they're really happy to see me and I actually, I get a little bit of anxiety. (laughs) While I am extroverted, I'm more of like an extroverted introvert. Um, So sometimes it can be really overwhelming. Like, don't get me wrong, I am so grateful for it and I appreciate it, I love it. But then it's also in the times where I'm not doing so well. 
and you know someone will come up and they'll want a long conversation or, or they'll they'll you know ask all these really exciting questions about master chef or what i'm doing or and i love that for them like yeah seize that opportunity great and you know what to see such support is incredible but internally i'm still human <laughs> and so sometimes if i don't react with the same sort of hype or the same sort of energy i know that that comes across a certain way so i've had to change myself and change my approach to be that persona i was thinking like okay is that actually a healthy thing is that something that is preserving my mental health and to be honest it is like to be able to comp- like you know to separate yourself and to to be this kind of person when you're in the public that's fine it doesn't take away from your authenticity it doesn't take away from anything what it is is a defense mechanism it's it's a way of surviving um and it's taken a long time and it's taken my my manager and my best friend Emily to to really kind of walk me through a lot of these situations almost and be like you don't need to stress you just be you people know one side of you but you just stick true to who you are and how you know whatever parts of your life there are you don't have to share that I often find like especially if I'm struggling mentally I find breathing and this is something that I learned both in like the corporate world but also especially now through everything that I've kind of faced it's actually physically stop stop talking stop moving take a breath take three breaths and then decide how you want to respond and that works for everything in fact it works for like before you want to say something before you want to make a decision just stop and take a breath and that whole you know inhale for 4 and then exhale for 8 that really really physically helps me if i'm so overwhelmed i'm really stressed out about something actually physically doing something physically moving to get that anxiety and that adrenaline out of my body so whether that's you know going for a run going for a walk or dancing it out or you know even just stopping and just stopping what i'm doing and just doing something different washing the dishes sweeping the floor just some physical movement that releases a little bit of that that pressure so lockdown sort of coincided with the end of the back to win season of masterchef and that was a kicker in the nuts I have to say because obviously that season did really 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 well and I was kind of put in front of the media again put in people's minds again and so I had all these events lined up like book tours lined up the release of my book was just happening so a book launch was also planned I had all these pop-up events and it was just suddenly like no all of these cancelled just literally like dominoes falling one after the other um so yeah it was shocking it was cold it was very much like oh my gosh the world around me is crumbling but then it was sort of more than that yeah i suffered all of this stuff but then i looked at my friends and their businesses i looked at people in the industry in the hospitality industry in the retail industry and i just saw people immediately be thrust into like this period of struggling and so you do everything you can you rally together as a community but at the end of the day you know that people are going to go down This is when you reach out to people. Like I know that you know, we've got social distancing, you've got to be isolated, all of this stuff, but 
This is when you use everything that is available to you, the, the phone, texting, whatever it is. You reach out and you ask people, what do they need? Just as I was sort of settling into this idea of um, taking time for myself, we had a loss in the family, a very, very close loss. And it was, my God, I, I've never faced grief before. But to all of a sudden be isolated from friends and family and not really knowing what's going to happen next and then to just be faced with this huge freight train called grief, um, it was really, really tough. And I think that's the hardest part when you, you, you lose someone so dear and near to you and you still feel alone. For the first couple months after this loss happened, um, I really struggled. I, I completely spiraled into a very dark place um, and I, I isolated myself purposefully. Like I didn't want people to know. I didn't, I didn't want to talk about it. I didn't want to like, I didn't want to talk about my feelings. I didn't want people to see that I was not handling it well. And especially being someone in the media, that's, that's really hard. People see me as that happy person on MasterChef and, and, and feel like they know me as that person. And that's what they expect. But sometimes life deals you a card that is just, it's too big to handle. And so I kind of hid away for a little bit. And then when I started feeling like that was just making me feel worse, I immediately started over committing myself. <laughs> I started putting more on my plate trying to get events, doing things socially, like trying to be out there and just, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm good, I'm happy, I'm busy, I, I'm not going to think about this, I'm moving on. And what I realised is that didn't work for me either. <laughs> that burned me out. Like that was just exhausting. And I think the lesson that I walked away with is that grief is not a process. It's simply your journey changing. It's okay to try whatever you need to try to adjust to that journey, <laughs> um, to accept that you are now on a different path and that that grief is a part of you. And it's not always a bad thing. Someone said to me, grief is just love with nowhere to go. For more tips on taking care of you from the unlikeliest of gurus, including recipes for relaxing body products you can make at home, things to read and watch instead of scrolling through your phone, cheap, cheerful and calming gift ideas, go to calmyourfarm.com.au. We'd love to hear your ideas too. This has been another Smartfella production in conjunction with the Acast Creator Network. 
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.